Hello, my lovely ladies and menstruators alike. Welcome to the 17th episode of the She Eats podcast. She Eats is a holistic health company that is dedicated to ending the toxic dieting culture that has been placed on women to eat less, do more, and fit some unrealistic image that is not unique to their unique body. And instead, She Eats is empowering women to eat and exercise with their unique hormone cycle so that we can optimize our results, honor our bodies, and become empowered to fuel our healthiest and happiest selves. My name is Katie, and I am a holistic health practitioner, kinesiologist, certified personal trainer, corrective exercise specialist, and nutritionist. Today, I am super excited to relight a fire in you if you need it. I can't believe that we are almost at the end of January. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and then summer will be here in the blink of an eye. If you've already fallen off with your New Year's resolution of better health or are still waiting to pick up the torch and run, then today is your day to start. And I am going to give you the exact blueprint to be summer ready without ever giving up the food you love, starving or spending hours on the treadmill. And I know that always sounded way too good to me too. And I would be lying if my old disordered habits don't try to scream at me to go at it in the way that popular media pushed me to burn, baby, burn. But ladies, if you have been listening, you know there is a better way for women. So let's start with the base of it. Determining where your metabolism is currently. This is called your TDEE or total daily exercise expenditure or the total calories that you burn across your day. There are a bunch of calculators out there, but a really close way to guess this is take your weight and times it by 11 or 12. If you are rather muscular and very active, go ahead and actually kick that up to a multiplier of 13 or even 14. If you are very sedentary and do not have very much muscle mass, but more of a percentage from that non-lean tissue, then drop that number down to 10 or even nine. And so here is the very first tip of the day. Muscle is very metabolically expensive. It burns a lot of calories and it takes a lot of calories to maintain or a lot more than fat that is. So now that we have that number with that in mind, let's start to break down your summer ready plan into phases. We know from the cycle syncing your exercise episode as women, we have some super secret, amazing metabolic superpowers when we choose to utilize them. So let's start there because There is a little less than one month till Valentine's Day. So let's do a little mini phase of this. In a perfect world with three weeks left, your period just ended today or is about to end and it is time to hit those weights, up those carbs and build some muscle. So we're in the gym. You're going to keep up after it for the next two weeks. Climb those carbs up. Listen to your body and its hunger signals. You might notice a decrease in appetite a couple times over that follicular and then mid-luteal phase. And then the week leading into Valentine's Day, we are going to decrease carbs, up our steps, decrease intensity, and really work on body weight, mobility, and flexibility. All of those combined will let that muscle you've been working so hard on really fill in, giving you that tone look and decrease your body fat percentage. Again, giving you that tone look, but without ever doing hours of cardio, 
killing yourself and restricting down to 1200 calories. This will also bring down inflammation, which will only exemplify these effects. A super cool study where they took two groups of people and one group exercised consistently And then the other group took one week off every three weeks. At the end of three months, there was absolutely no difference. So goes to show, aside from timing this with your hormones, that taking that week off will not set back any of your progress. And in fact, when you're doing that consistently and you're doing that with your hormones, when you need that deload week, when your body is about to go through a cleansing, you will really be able to maximize those results. So amazing, right? Like I literally want you to eat more carbs, do less cardio and get leaner. I freaking love the way our bodies work. So we've done one phase of this now, right? This has also given you time to track your calories and your weight and determine where your metabolism really is. So let's build you a plan for summer. Let's not wait till April when you want to be ready for Memorial Day in May. And here is the most amazing secret. We are now just going to be consistent with the routine we have just built over the last few weeks with a couple of tweaks, especially depending on your goals and where your metabolism is, right? So what does that look like? Let's say that you found out that your metabolism is actually really low and we want to build that up. Go check out the reverse dieting episode so you can learn all about how to increase those calories while we focus on weight training. So we can build that muscle and you are very much going to follow the same exercise routine as we were just talking about building up those weights, introducing the steady state cardio in your luteal phase, taking that deload week at the back half of your luteal phase, going into your menstrual phase, and then starting over again, hitting those weights once everything starts to get light, continuing that all the way through, introducing the steady state cardio. And if you're trying to build your metabolism, I am talking walking. So we're taking your steps from maybe 8,000 to 12,000. We're just increasing that a little bit. Now let's say that your metabolism is good. You're just looking to get that tone look. Then in the beginning, it's going to be very similar until late April. I want you eating at maintenance calories except for very specific times that we will talk about a little bit more. I kind of already alluded to in the beginning of the episode. So maintenance calories, what does this mean, right? It means whatever you figured out your TDEE to be, I want you eating those calories. So you're not in a massive surplus, but you're not in a deficit and we're building that expensive muscle. Your body has enough of the building blocks. It has enough nutrients it needs to go, okay, we can be more expensive. We can build this muscle. We can speed up our metabolism. And when you speed up your metabolism, guess what? You don't have to cut calories. You don't have to increase cardio because naturally you're burning more all day long. Naturally, you're becoming more lean without doing any extra effort, without cutting your calories and potentially actually eating more food. So let's get in on a little more detail on how to optimize things through your cycle. So the week of your period is really important to focus on restoring especially a lot of the electrolytes and microminerals, things like iron, zinc, magnesium, potassium, which we should have already been upping the week previous, but really important to make sure that we are feeding our body with nutrient-dense foods during that period week, eating a diet full of diverse and cooked vegetables. So we're keeping that inflammation low, making it easy on our gut to process and absorb all those nutrients. Some women are totally fine to stay at the gym throughout that whole process. And that's amazing. But if your body's not, honor that. Take that deload during the heavier portion. Focus on mobility, restoring, 
increasing your flexibility, increasing your body weight strength through full range of motion. And as your energy starts to come back, starts to increase, really start to hit those weights. This is prime time to work on those power lifts. When you do power lifts, you get denser muscle. So you might even weigh more, but look smaller. And you're probably going to be a heck of a lot stronger. So lift heavy and lift often, which could look like every day for 20 to 45 minutes, depending on your conditioning level, or that could look like three to four times a week for an hour. Whatever works for you, just be consistent. During your follicular phase, add in a couple HIIT workouts. Not every day. We don't want to overstress our body when things are inflamed. That's going to hinder our results. And then once we pass ovulation, it is time to up that steady state cardio and protein. I know this is sometimes a super annoying topic, things that trainers and nutritionists harp on, but seriously, it is so important to build that muscle and also maintain your skin. And it is especially important during your luteal phase. Studies have shown that women need more protein during their luteal phase to maintain muscle, develop muscle, and to help to develop the endometrium. The week leading up to your period, we are going to bring down inflammation by decreasing intensity, decreasing carbs, and saturated fats and trans fats. This has been shown to decrease cramping so you don't have to miss a beat. Now let's talk calories for a little bit. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but there are a couple of times you might notice you are less hungry. And this is when estrogen is high. It has a natural appetite suppressing effect as well as it helps to maintain balanced blood sugar. So another really cool part about being a woman is we can naturally calorie cycle, which will make building lean muscle much easier. So try to get in tune with these signals. But if you're not there yet, you can try a couple things. So estrogen increases pretty much from the end of your period all the way through ovulation. We want to be careful with dropping our calories too much right before ovulation, especially if you're doing intense exercise. So be mindful there, but right at the end of your first week, as estrogen is climbing with that big boost, you might really notice that appetite suppressing effect. So drop your calories for a few days. You can even drop carbs a little bit. I know we've said that when estrogen is high, that's when we up our carbs, but if we're looking to decrease fat, we can manipulate carbs a little bit. So throw in some low days in there, which makes cycling down those calories super easy and then bring it back up once you're getting close to ovulation so that your body feels safe to ovulate. We don't want to blunt that from happening, not even for the sake of weight loss. You will get more detrimental health effects from blunting ovulation than you will having a couple extra pounds on your body for an extra week or two. The second time is going to be in your mid-luteal phase. So roughly around day 20, 22, just depending on how long your cycle is, you might notice another little appetite suppressing effect. And so this would be another great time to bring down those calories for a couple of days and then go ahead and restore them as you get closer to your period. Another time, some women notice that they are not as hungry right before or during their period. So if that is you, go ahead and honor that. I do want to throw in that if you have estrogen dominant symptoms, this could potentially be the cause and we would want to address that as well. But if you're not experiencing any of those symptoms, then be in tune with your body and honor those hunger signals. When you are naturally less hungry, drop those calories. Use that for that calorie cycle. 
And I promise this will be the last time I harp on protein, but really ladies, you need to hit your protein goals to build that lean muscle. Building that lean muscle will give you that tone look you're looking for. It'll decrease your body fat percentage, but you have to have the building blocks, the amino acids that are in the proteins to build the muscle. So when we're trying to build muscle, one to 1.2 grams per pound body weight is going to be optimal. If you want some ideas on how to hit that, because I know for some women that is a really daunting goal, go over to the She Eats community. It is a free community. I don't think I've mentioned it yet this episode, but it's a free community we host on Facebook. And I think we have like three protein guides made easy in there because I know that is one of the most difficult things for women is getting that protein so that we can have that muscle so we can have that fast metabolism. So lots of ideas in there and then feel free to share your ideas, interact with the ladies and get a conversation going about how they hit their protein goals. So back to the episode and cycling our calories. When you learn to be in tune with your body, when your hormones are in balance, cutting calories and changing that body composition to have a lower body fat percentage and get that summer body that everybody is always chasing becomes super, super easy. And we get to honor our bodies and it's fluctuating hunger signals as our hormones change. So now things aren't so torturous when you're trying to stay in this crazy calorie deficit for an extended period of time. Instead, we get to naturally work with our bodies. We get to honor the amazing things that our bodies as women do, and we get to support our hormones all at the same time. Ladies, when you learn to do this, it becomes so freaking easy. I can't wait for you to experience this. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy the first time. I'm not saying it's going to click overnight. And the best thing you can do is find other women to be accountable with. We are about to kick off essentially an accountability group, setting this up for women to carry through for 2023 in the She Eats community. So if you want to be a part of that, this is probably the last week we will take signups. So definitely jump over to the She Eats community. If it is already passed and rolling, shoot me a message. We'll, we'll figure something out for you because I want every woman to be successful and feel so freaking confident in their skin this summer. If this helped you, if you are excited to finally not be absolutely miserable while you try to change your body composition, while you try to get that tone look, then please let me know, leave a review, like the podcast, subscribe, and then share it with another lady who has been on the yo-yo diet, who's been frustrated, who does these torturous low-calorie diets year in, year out. It becomes more and more difficult she never enjoys it, then please share the podcast with her. If you want to be a part of that free community where you can get support and ideas and help with your unique journey, then I will link it in the show notes. And until next time, she lives, she loves, and she eats.